Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. We're talking about the soul and the spirit this week, Colin. Yesterday you made the distinction between the two. You told us how our soul is our mind, our emotions and our will to make decisions. And then our spirit, our human spirit, which is unique. And you ended yesterday's programme by saying our spirit comes alive when we're born again and filled with God's spirit. Yes, we are, to all intents and purposes, spiritually dead. We have a spirit, but it is only really brought to life in the way that God intends when the Holy Spirit comes to live within us. So you can have people that go to church and believe in God or are part of either the Christian religion or some other religion that are not yet spiritually alive because they have not received the gift of the Holy Spirit to come and live within them. God can be with us without being within us. The distinctive thing of being a Christian in the biblical sense is that when we're born again, the Spirit of God comes to live within us. He brings our human spirits to life. Now, I quoted yesterday the scripture from um, Hebrews chapter 4, where the word of God is living and active, it's sharper than any two-edged sword, and cuts to the division of soul and spirit. Now, what does that really mean? Well, the word of God will help us to discern what is of the self, what is of the soul, what is of the purely natural part of you, that it originates from your mind, from your own thinking, or from your own emotions, which we saw yesterday are closely allied to the way in which you think, or to your own will. Just because we're Christians who have received the Holy Spirit doesn't mean that we are automatically going to walk in the ways and purposes of God. We still have our human mind, and that can think thoughts that are totally ungodly. You can have lustful thoughts, jealous thoughts, Uh, vengeful thoughts, judgmental thoughts, all of those things are totally opposed to the will of God, the purpose of God, actually opposed to the mind of Christ. But you can still have those thoughts, even though you're born again, and even though the Spirit of God lives in you, because the Spirit of God does not live in your mind, he lives in your spirit. We can still have emotions that are negative, We can be jealous, we can feel jealous, not just have jealous thoughts, but because jealous thoughts give birth to uh, jealous feelings. Lustful thoughts give birth to lustful feelings. Uh, So we see that it's possible to have feelings that are totally opposite to the will and purpose of God. Now, let me say right away that we shouldn't get all um, defeated and anxious about this. I'm just explaining the difference between the natural and the spiritual. So we can have uh, desires uh, that we want to fulfill in the natural, and therefore it's possible for us to make a whole series of wrong decisions, decisions to please ourselves, decisions to promote ourselves, Um, decisions that actually are offensive to God 
because they are opposed to his will and purpose. How do we know that? Because they're the kind of decisions we make that are in opposition to his word. God has revealed his will through his word. And whatever the Holy Spirit leads us to do will always be in line with God's word. So we have this whole natural part of our being. Now, what happens when we're born again is the Holy Spirit comes to live in our spirits. We become spiritually alive. We have God in us. The Holy Spirit is not just a blessing or an anointing. The Holy Spirit is God. So alongside the natural, you now have the spiritual. And the spiritual is supernatural. I explained yesterday that the Holy Spirit doesn't come to live in your natural mind and your natural emotions and your natural will. He comes to live in your spirit. Now, the Holy Spirit is the person of God. So the Holy Spirit has a mind and emotions and a will. So if you like, as, as a Christian, you've got two minds, your natural mind and the mind of the Spirit which is, of course, the mind of Christ. And at one moment, you can, make, uh, you can have thoughts that come from your natural mind. At the next moment, you can be thinking with the mind of Christ. And we've got to understand how this is and, and how we can think more with the mind of Christ than with the natural mind. It's the same with the emotions. Now, the mind of Christ will bring us the thoughts of God, uh, which, of course, is to say, will bring us the will of God. But those thoughts are always a revelation of Scripture, of the truth that is revealed through Jesus Christ. Uh, the Holy Spirit also has emotions because he is personal. Uh, you see this in, in Jesus. Jesus could weep. Jesus could grieve. Jesus could rejoice. All those things uh, because his natural being was totally submitted to the life and will of the Spirit of God in a way that none of us, well, not, none of us is perfectly submitted to God in the way that, that Jesus was. So in, his, um, in your spirit, you have uh, the Holy Spirit and you can feel the joy of the Spirit which is different from a natural happiness. It's just you can sense this joy welling up within you, and it's a joy that gives glory and honor to God. It's a joy you have when you know that you have been obedient to God. It's a capacity to rejoice even when you're in the middle of a great trauma or a great difficulty, when everything is going wrong. Remember the scripture says, rejoice in the Lord always. Well, in the natural, all kinds of situations arise that we will have absolutely no desire to rejoice. And yet we have the joy of the Spirit within us. And the scripture says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. And when we give way to all the negative emotions that we have in the natural, it's as if all our strength ebbs out of us. And this is why it's so important for us to learn to walk in the spirit, not just in the natural, because 
the the spirit will give us joy even in the middle of the most trying and difficult of circumstances and then of course there is thirdly the the will of the spirit you see the spirit is all the time encouraging us to do the word of god to fulfill the word of god to obey the leading of jesus christ in our lives so you can have your own human will that wants basically what you want to please yourself but then you have the will of god within you in the life and power of the holy spirit living in your spirit who is urging you all the time to deny what you want in order to do what god wants remember jesus said if any of you would come after me let him deny himself that is deny your soul life deny your self life take up your cross and follow me because then you will be obeying the life of the spirit so there should exist within us all as christians a tension now i i, I want to make it very clear it's a good healthy sign if this tension uh, is at work within you some christians get all worried they think that they should be so perfectly submitted to god that there's never any desire to think in ways that displease god or to feel emotions that are ungodly or to make decisions which uh, god would disapprove of the fact that we are aware of this attention uh, uh, of this tension between the soul and the spirit shows that we are spiritually alive and shows that we are concerned to move ahead in obedience to god in his purposes if that tension doesn't exist it's almost certain that you're living a soulish kind of christian life where you are at the center of everything and the holy spirit is not actually having much of a say now why do i say this because you see the scripture shows us that the natural life the soul life and the spirit in the, in the natural are totally at odds to one another when the soul operates without the spirit that is walking in the flesh and the flesh and the spirit are utterly opposed to one another so if we are concerned to obey god and to fulfill his word then the the mind of the spirit is going to come in direct conflict with our natural minds the emotions of the spirit are going to come in direct conflict with our natural human emotions and the will of the spirit is going to come in direct contrast with our natural um desire to please ourselves and make decisions accordingly this conflict is a healthy sign it's not an unhealthy sign it means that you are actually listening to the voice of the spirit and wanting god to have his way in your life however just experiencing the conflict does not bring us through to a place of obedience we then have to do the right thing in the middle of the conflict even jesus experiences conflict in the garden of gethsemane father if it's possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not my will but yours be done what is important is to know how to handle this conflict and how to get the victory in this conflict 
And that's what I'm going to be talking about tomorrow. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 